Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by Dr. J's Rolling Trays. Dr. J's Rolling Trays are carved out of solid walnut, and they have um, a nice rolling surface as well as little cutouts for you to put your grinder, papers, lighter, everything that you need to roll with and get high. So stop rolling on magazines and DVD cases and go to rollingtrays.com today. Use the code NHP and save yourself some money. Dr. J's Rolling Trays, they've been helping us out for a while, so go and check them out and hook them up with a purchase. Um, Also, letting you guys know that coming up on March 25th, which is at the end of this month, if you are in San Luis Obispo County, our friends Rogue Status will be performing at the ranch in San Miguel with reality TV star Big Smo. All right, this guy, uh, he's like a country rapper. You might know him from A&E. Uh, the television show Big Smo. So they're going to be performing there. Uh, you don't even really got to say stay for Big Smo. You know what I mean? If you're into that and if you've seen the show, then check it out. But if not, just show up and watch Rogue Status perform. The commissioner slash mayor, Awesome Ty, Famous Deuce, and Roach Clip, all friends of the show and all performing on March 25th. So um, get your tickets. Uh, let's see. We got a phone number here. Four tickets. Call 805-610-8772. All right. Also, we have our secret stash at naturalhabitatpodcast.com. That is our uh, little hidden area just for our listeners. If you click on the link or find the page, you need a password to get in. The password is NHP Smoke Sesh, all in lowercase letters. That will get you um, some fresh shit. Go there right now, naturalhabitatpodcast.com slash secret stash with a hyphen in between secret and stash. And maybe you'll get something fresh. Maybe it'll be empty. I don't know. But today, it's Saturday, so we are doing Your Highness with, uh, with James Franco and Danny McBride, a classic. So pack your pipes and let's get into it, motherfuckers. The Natural Habitat Podcast. Sound speeds. Sound speed check. Sound. Do you see Free Candy schooled us on sound speeds? No, I was pretty close. No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't. Mm-hmm. He's always I there with the facts. Coming with the facts. Free Candy getting the fucking getting a name drop right in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody. My name is Free Candy. My name is also Free Candy. Not Free Candy, like with a van and everything. Yeah, that's my name. It's like Frequency Handy. Yeah, all right. So yours, you're, you are freak, freak handy like a frequency. Yeah. F R E Q. Yeah, and then handy like a hand job. Okay. Like. So you're like, so it's like a trucker that's like driving down the road and he's like giving out free hand jobs. Yeah. All right, cool. Frequency. And I am free candy, right? Like the rapist in the van. Yeah. And I have candy and I rape people. That's pretty much my thing. So. Yeah. I talk about it all the time, and it's only a matter of time before I came out and admitted it. So, there we go. Um, you have uh, a, a round of applause. 
<laughs> for me, admitting my faults. Yeah, you know. Well, sometimes you got to just step up. You got you to gotta come to terms with it, man. So uh, we thought that it would only be fitting uh, that we dove into a movie that would go along with our accidental time travel uh, journey that we took on Thursday. <laughs> so we we meant to go back to the 80s. We accidentally went back to like the 1500s or some shit and uh, spent, some, spent some time in, uh, in the Middle Ages. And we decided that we would do a movie that is set in the same time period, and that is Your Highness. Yeah, and this is an awesome movie. Not, it's not awesome because it's our normal like stoner comedy thing. It's just it's awesome to have that blend with the right characters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's cool that it's a stoner movie, but it's just cool that it's a Renaissance comedy. You know what I mean? And and that's the funny part. It's like. You know, they they really um, did something out of the out of the box. You know, like n- normally movies from those time periods are always dramatic. You know, there's yeah. not a lot of comedies, or it'll be a love movie or a romance, but it's never a never a comedy. You know, and I think these guys knew that that was lacking, and they filled the void. You mm-hmm. know, and and we ended up with an awesome movie out of it. Yeah, whenever you take a bunch of, you know, grown men with iPhones from the 2000 and umpteens and put them in a forest somewhere and put them in chain mail and shitty pants, then, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it mostly is, has this certain tone every time. It's always like a dramatic kind of serious thing. Yeah. Everybody absorbs the character and the time. And I mean, they did a good job at that too. I mean, I, when I watched it, I believed to a certain extent that they were in this time period. And yeah, and I think that that's where, like, well, it could be just because they're all dramatic writers and that's, like, their genres or whatever, but it could also be because that was a dramatic time in history. So it's like people don't look back at it with uh, fond memories of a happy time, you know what I mean? Yeah, people look back at it like comedy it's and the shit. fucking dark ages for a reason. <laughs> Yeah, people were like religion was destroying everything and and getting rid of any knowledge before it, and you know they they burned all the books around the world, and yeah. you know like that. I mean, like it was a shitty time. It was crazy, and, and it was even like we said when the time travel thing. You know, like people weren't really free. You know, they couldn't do anything. They were they couldn't even express their own feelings or thoughts. So it's like I get why they're so serious, but. And the the comedy really changed it up and and gives you a different outlook, you know, and makes you realize that hey, maybe they were just living life too. Maybe it wasn't like yep. And it's like you know, this movie's so perfect because one of my favorite things ever in comedy is taking something that you wouldn't laugh at and making it laughable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like adding some sort of comedy to it, and that's what comedy is really all about. It's supposed to you know bring you this joy out of despair and kind of make you, you know, forget your worries for a little bit and just, you know, kind of relax and let this dude take you on a ride. So, uh, you know, I think that, I think that they did a really good job at capturing the feel yet also keeping it loose and fun and, you know, a stoner movie. Everything was from the, from the intro when they're showing the book and going through it, 
the whole border is riddled yeah. with pot leaves and fucking plants and shit, and there's nugs everywhere. And uh, well, back then maybe it really was that way. Yeah, there was no social stigmas about drugs. Poppies grew wild, marijuana grew wild. Yeah, and if you think about it, you know, you look at any other fancy book, and there's fucking plants along the border. So yeah. what? What's to say that it? What plant they used? You know. What yeah, I mean? let's let's. Who's to say that everybody else wasn't the hypocrite? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By trying to fucking say it wasn't real, you know. I just took a drink of my Red Bull and a little piece of it splashed up into my nose. Nice. I don't know how that happened, but I think I'm going to get extra energized from it. Yeah. I just snorted some Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one one thing that's dope about this film right off is that it was filmed in the the nation of my family's birth, Ireland. All right? I wasn't born in Ireland. No one in my family was born in Ireland, but I have some roots there, I think. And, uh, you know, Ireland is known for... They're lush, green, beautiful countrysides, and they took advantage of it and filmed that shit there. So, yeah, they're smart. That's another dope thing about it. Not only was it fun to make this movie, I mean, they're friends. They're all fucking off. Like, we were watching some outtakes before we recorded, and it was the scene where they're with the rapey, like, alien wizard guy, and uh, it's just all kinds of perverted shit they went through that got cut out of the movie, and they were laughing the whole time. And fucking everyone behind the camera was laughing. The dude that was doing the alien puppet was laughing. And that's a fucking really good time. Plus, you're also traveling the world and get to go fucking romp around Ireland. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, besides the the obvious, like, travel factor, you know, just being able to travel anywhere for work is amazing. Yeah. You know, and then getting to travel with some of your best friends and just getting to, like, ad lib everything and just fucking freestyle on the set and do whatever you want to do and you know what i mean it's got to be like one of the most gratifying feelings you know what i mean it's like it's like it we would get that same feeling if we were getting paid to make music full time and yeah. get to travel to do that or if we were like doing a traveling fucking podcast show where we just traveled and did live podcasts or something you know what i mean like it'd be that same type of feeling we'd be doing what we love to do and getting fucking super paid to do it. I got a uh, another crazy fact. James Franco is like super method, and uh, he always goes over the top with his bullshit. And he fucking he had to take sword training for nine months before and during the film. Damn, just because, just because he's that guy. You know what I mean? Like he wants to make it look real yeah. in his mind. Well, you know? and and that's super respectable, super commendable. I mean, like, he's a great actor, dude. He really is. Like we said before, we were kind of joking about it, but he could maybe be the greatest of all time. You never know. Yeah, he's really good. And fucking, uh, you know, I, f- I follow him on, uh, on like, Facebook. I followed him for years. And he does, like, this crazy art. Like, whenever they do, uh, like, in This is the End, when he had, like, the paintings, and he was like, look at these paintings I made for us, and it was, like, James and Seth. Well, he, like, actually painted that. And not so. not for the movie. He just had it laying around and then like used it. And he paints all this weird shit. And like some of it's good, some of it's bad. He makes all this different art, and he's like really creative. And he doesn't like he doesn't do drugs. Like he doesn't smoke weed, and fucking he's not like all hopped up on coke and shit. He's just like this really like weird, sporadic creative dude. And uh. Like fucking, uh, I think we talked about it before when he got in trouble for 
for texting that girl. Yeah. And then he went on TV and he was like, hey, I'm a person. I'm sorry. And everybody was like, okay, James, we, we feel you. And just forgot. They all forgot about it. And they should yeah. because he is a person. You know what I mean? Anybody else would fucking text some girl that they thought was attractive. You know what I mean? Yep. She might have been a couple months away from her 18th birthday. That doesn't matter, all right? Hey, he could have been acting the fuck out of that shit, too. Yeah. He could have been throwing the fucking juju on everybody and just been like, Shh, He could have been sorry. like, hey, man, I'm just, I was preparing for a role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? Everybody just believes him because he's got that fucking crazy quality about him. Yep. So, um... It says here, James said that he hated the film. Yeah, I was reading about that, and it was because the film got bad. It didn't do good in the box office at all when it came out initially, and it had a, a lot of bad press, and I think they asked James about it, and his quote was, that movie, it sucks. There's no way around it. So I think that he was just like, didn't want to deal with the, you know, the publicity and, you know, trying to like stand up for the movie, which he kind of should have, but... You know, he didn't want to he didn't want to play that fight. So he was just like, yeah, whatever. You know, it sucks. Apparently nobody. Well, liked it. yeah. And I think he's just basing it off of, like you said, box office yeah. facts, you know, and I mean, like in the in the public opinion, it's I guess it sucks because it didn't sell enough money or whatever. But honestly, yeah. it's a great movie. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it, too. And I think it was I think that when it came out, it was kind of. It It was. I don't. I don't think it was like before its time. You it, know, was it was probably like a, a letdown for him because coming from the greatest stoner movie of all time, highest selling stoner movie of all time, thinking you're gonna ride that off into another stoner movie sunset, uh -huh. and then it just didn't work out. Maybe he should have got Seth Rogen in it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But you know? you know, we we were talking about it before we started recording that Seth Rogen wouldn't have, he wouldn't have been able to do the character like Danny McBride or James Franco did. And Maybe he should have been like the the evil guy. Yeah, that could have worked. But yeah. that dude was hilarious too. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Um. Yeah, man. I think that I I think that it wouldn't have been the same. You know what I mean? But there's only one way to find out, and that is the Mandela effect. Maybe one day we'll wake up, and Seth Rogen will be in the movie instead of Danny McBride. And you know, there's only one way to find out, and that is. And an HP smoke fucking, I, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, man, we've gone a long time without smoking. It's been over ten minutes, which is yeah. which never happens. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what what are you smoking on today, Joey? You got some crazy weed over there? Um, yeah, I got some Rainbow Kush. That's what, uh, I, that's what and I. heard. it's fucking fire. I never had it before. Yeah, and uh, it's awesome. Nice. I wish that I could. I wish that I could smoke some. I'm gonna try to get some for myself. Well, if if you were here, I'll bless you. Mm. <laughs> bless you, my child. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I got a, I got some, uh, I got some music for a quest. Are you ready to go on a quest? I'm ready, man. I was born ready. <laughs> well, then we shall quest. Everybody, yeah. snap your pigs. <laughs> you got it. Light your torch. There you go. All that good shit. All that.
bro. <coughs> yeah. I just quested so hard that I think that I flicked my pick and snapped my bick. I think I did it backwards. Oh, shit. Are you serious? Yeah. <coughs> flicked my pick. That was a good record noise. I didn't know you were playing that on vinyl. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's how we do it here. Keep it old school. So, um, Danny McBride and um, David Gordon Green uh, used to play games Ooh. while they were on film sets together, right? Yeah. And <coughs> they would take turns suggesting a title of a film, and the other one would try to concoct a storyline just from the title. So someone would say something and then uh, they would try to like come up with what it was. So someone said, your highness. And what the other person came up with was it's about a prince who gets stoned and fights dragons. And that's how this movie was made. Just like that. It kind of sounds like a fun game and I think we should play it. Do you want to play a round of it? Yeah. <clears throat> all right, cool. Um, here, uh, I'll, I'll go first. Let me think of one. All right. Alright. <laughs> uh let's see. The movie is called The Plane Lander. <laughs> the Plane Lander? <laughs> the Plane Lander, yeah. It's a bad title. Alright, let me see. The Plane Lander. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's an animated film. Okay. About a stoner eagle. Who flies through the sky and likes to fuck with pilots by landing on their plane. Oh, I like it. That's good. That's good. I thought you were going to go in the direction of Sully, that guy that, that landed the plane in the river. <laughs> All right, give me one. All right. Let's see here. Um... Okay, I got it. Okay, the name of the movie is Batman. <laughs> Hold on, let me finish. All right. All right. Okay. Batman goes to high school. Batman goes to high school. All right. Yeah. That's easy. This is this is a hybrid between uh Batman and Billy Madison. And what it is is that Batman finds out that when his parents died, um Alfred didn't really like take care of his schooling or anything and he goes to uh renew his license and they go hey man uh there's a new law you're gonna need uh some sort of like form of education for this and he was like what are you talking about and they go you're gonna need to go back to school and then smash cut to him in the hallway of a high school backpack books in his arms full bat suit and then he goes not this again and then it goes batman goes to high school Rated, rated R. <laughs> yeah. 
Awesome. All right, I got one more for you. All right. Exploring Megan. All right. Um, <laughs> exploring Megan. Okay. New York City, where there's every square mile, there's like a million people or some shit. Uh-huh. And it's a therapist tracking the behaviors of sexual predators. And it's tracking everybody one by one using Megan's Law. Dang. Dang. All right. I like where you took that. Dang. That was rapey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got one more for me? Let's end, let's end it off. Let's end it up. Wrap All it right. up. End it off. End it up. Movie title is Future Present. Future Present. Uh, that is a movie about a child that uh, goes into a coma on his eighth birthday. All right, the, the morning of his eighth birthday, and he is in a coma for thirty years, and he wakes up at thirty-eight years old on his birthday with a gift of the future, future present. Nice. Yeah, there it is. That might actually be a good movie. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, that's a good game. Yeah, that is a good game. We might we might need to steal that from them. Yeah, you saw that new uh, Judd Apatow show, Love? Yeah. Did you see the part where um, they played that game where they would all go over and watch a movie and then make up a theme song for a movie that doesn't have a titled theme song? No. It was awesome. You got to watch that, okay? So, like, what they do is they... They get together and like somebody will have an instrument and somebody will like <laughs> one's like a piano, one's a guitar or a bass, one's a drum or whatever, you know, and, and and they're all just hanging out drinking and they're watching the movie together, but they always pick a movie that doesn't have a titled theme song. So they like they picked like the perfect storm and then they picked like I don't I don't remember the other ones, but I know and then they sat there and like somebody would come up with a riff and then and then somebody would come up with the words for the riff about the movie. <laughs> yeah. And then and then they would just turn it. And as the movie goes, they would just work on it and come up with it. And by the end of the movie, they would have a theme song for the movie. Damn, that's so dope. Title name. Yeah, it was awesome. It seemed like such a Hollywood thing to do. You know what I mean? Like I wonder, I wonder who on that show really did that before, because you know those type of ideas don't just spawn from nothing. Like that's like something that somebody did probably. Yeah, that know? sounds like a for real exercise. It that sounds you do. fun as fuck, actually. You know what I mean? It's super smart. Keeps you like agile and like really like quick witted. You know what I mean? You got to be on your shit. Everything. It's like all ad lib. You know? It's just like acting. Yeah. It's sort of like a like like a musical improv kind of thing. Yeah, I was I was really impressed, and it was really funny, and like, and everybody was like singing along there's like 10 of them and shit you know like they're all coming up with parts and then they're all doing it together and then by and the end really everybody good. knows every word and it's yeah. just like fucking totally on point yeah it was legit so that's cool dude more more creative fun games like these i think that's awesome this little movie game that that uh movie theme song game you know and i i really took it to heart because of how like how much we're involved in the theme songs you know I yeah that's that, totally that our thing awesome. and we yeah. talk about it a lot how there's movies that should have and didn't didn't we do that before? Didn't we talk about a movie that didn't have a theme song? And then I was like, what would the theme song be if yeah. I want to say Ty was here and then we like made up theme songs for things? 
Yeah. Yeah. So I want to I want to say that they that Judd Apatow owes us money. <laughs> well, how about how about he just owes us an interview? How about that? All right, Judd, if you're listening, come on the show. Yeah, you're gonna be tagged in this, so I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure you listen to everything you're tagged in, like you should. Any of ideas, our ideas, you want, you can have them. For a, for an interview, one interview per idea, and yeah. we don't want to interview you every time. We'll interview you three times in the total of two years, and then you hook us up with other people like Paul Rust. Also, the little girl actor on that show is his youngest daughter. It's the young girl. It's the younger girl from Knocked Up. Crazy. Yeah. That's Judd Apatow's daughter. Yeah, it's his actual daughter. That's nuts. Both of the girls from Knocked Up were his daughters, and that and their mom is his wife. His in in real life too. That's nuts. So they're just some sort of Le- acting Leslie dynasty Mann or whatever her name is. He's building a dynasty. Yep, he's he's got it already. He doesn't need to build that shit. He had it since Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, it's like I think this is his first TV show since then. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I saw it. It was really good. I only saw like uh, I only saw two or three episodes of it because I got like crazy fucking sucked into this horrible Netflix show <laughs> that I can't stop watching. <laughs> and it's about awesome. can, it's about Canadian tow truck drivers, and it fucking never ends, and it's fucking driving me crazy. But uh, well, I have a clip from Your Highness where they uh, where they go and smoke with this creepy wizard. Play that funky creepy clip. This wizard. fucking this wizard is super molesty and super creepy. So uh, just to get through it, we're gonna smoke with him, and just uh, you know be weary of any visions. That you might get because this is some powerful herbs breathe deeply of these herbs and share a vision with me of course <clears throat> yes allow me to puff as well mm. <laughs> these are some powerful herbs <laughs> giving me dark visions Shall we pack this again? I, I'm not getting visions. I'm not sure if it's working, wizard. Oh. Visions. Oh. Visions. Thaddeus, are you seeing what I'm seeing? You making a fool of yourself. Handle your shit, Fabius, please. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Mitch, shall, shall we pack this again? I'm not seeing any visions. Yeah. <laughs> Handle your shit, Fabius. It's like... <laughs> It's the perfect mix of like it is. of old timey yet how he would talk now. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's where like these writers are so smart. You know, like yeah, that you had to have done that. You know, you can't like it wouldn't have translated if you tried to keep it like old oldish or whatever. I think it's so smart. I think they know what they're doing. You know, like we don't. It's like the not the details that we care about. Yeah, it's, it's like the a- fucking plot and like the the. Everything that's happening, you know, it's like it reminds me of that the Brothers Quest, that Jack Black movie Year One, yeah, where it was all the cavemen. But when he would be sitting there as a caveman, like you know, hunting fucking dinosaurs or whatever, he'd be like, "Man, fuck this shit! I'm yeah. gonna fucking turn this shit around, and I'm gonna take it." And it's just like talking totally how we would now in 2016. Yeah, and it's like I think it's a, uh, it's funny. It adds to like. That's one of the one of the like best comedy elements of it, of doing one of these period pieces in comedy form, is 
playing around with the dialogue and the dialect and how everyone talks. You know what I mean? Yeah. The double D's. James Franco plays Danny McBride's older brother, but in real life, he's younger. Dun, dun, dun. By like a year. Damn. It's crazy they're so close in age. You know, like, that's that's another commonality between, like, a lot of people. A lot of the most famous rappers were born in the same year, 1972. Yeah, that's weird. You know, it is weird. Snoop Dogg, Eminem, fucking Tupac. Uh, all of these people, like Dr. Dre or some shit. Yeah. And it's like all of the best writers... Everything were born the same year. Yeah, and like all of the best writers right now, like comedy writers and TV writers, they all seem to be like in their in their late 20s, early 30s. They were like yeah, born... They were like born in the mid-80s. And those are all the people that are writing all the funniest shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I found out that... uh Fucking Scotty Ox, the host of that podcast that I listen to and talk about a lot, Comedy Bang Bang. He wrote a whole bunch of shit for the Oscars the other night. Like oh, wrote, nice. wrote people's speeches and wrote half of uh, Chris Rock's like super racist fucking monologue that he did. And still. Yeah, so he's fucking like behind the scenes writing a bunch of funny shit that everyone's hearing. He's a ghost. And just like ghosting it up, doesn't have his face on it. It's good though. Yeah. <laughs> it says here that this movie was voted online as the worst movie, like one of the worst films we've ever made. Damn. <laughs> people are such haters. You know why? It's all people that don't smoke weed and don't get it. You know, and it's it's so stupid. It's like how could you not get it? Even if you don't smoke weed, how is the humor not funny? Yeah, right. Stoner stoner humor is funny to everybody, whether you smoke or not. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, silly potheads. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why people are so uptight. The movie was far from a bad movie. Yeah, it's honestly. like, yeah, that comedy is like all over Comedy Central, stoner comedy and shit. I was just talking to, uh, to this lady the other day. She was like in her thirties. Like a customer, customer in my work that fucking totally doesn't do drugs, has like a family, and fucking just like some normal conservative lady. And she was telling me how she loves uh, Broad City on Comedy Central. And I was like, "You watch Broad City?" And she was like, "Yeah, it's like a like a cool like funny girl show." And I was like, "That's a dude show. Like, there's an episode called Pussy Weed where she puts her weed in her pussy, and then so like she doesn't get it like." Uh, so they don't find it in the frisk and she's like yeah well you know it's uh it's like it's 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 funny it's like you know girls do that and it's like uh that's some crude fucking uh some crude humor just for like a regular person you know what i mean and if someone could sit down on their couch after putting their kids to sleep and enjoy that then why can't they enjoy your highness you know what i mean how is this any worse than that yeah, let's go to another clip and see how bad this is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to laugh this whole time. I'm just going to be appalled probably. Yeah, me too. Who's Paul? PC. Come, wake up. Who's that? Where am I? It is I, Fabius, your love. Fabius? You're still in Lazar's lair, but fear not. I'm here to rescue you. Oh, Fabius, it's really you. I knew you'd come to find me. 
can't do it. It's so mean. <laughs> you should have seen me look at your face. It's me. <laughs> You're still a prisoner. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. He's uh, like, come on, bitch. Nobody's breaking in here. I'm the fucking man. Don't you see this shit? I got powers. It's like, I can't do it. It's too mean. It's too mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'll rip Thaddeus a new asshole with my cane. God, that fucking guy. He's he so had funny. he had like a few other lines that were that were ridiculous. Yeah, he was awesome. He was it like was such a good movie. Everything about it, the way it was filmed. Oh yeah, he was talking the about the fucking. Looked. He was like the fucking shall happen. It, yeah. The fucking shall commence tonight. And then she was like, "How do you know it's even gonna work?" And then he's like, "Cause I've tested it with my hands. <laughs> it works." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super funny. He just even like a the big, CGI was good. It's like this a big child. Too. Yeah, it was. When you're done. So uh there also was there also was a dope smoking scene at the end that that we can't find anywhere, but uh it was when when he he left the the wedding, Thaddeus leaves the wedding and him and his male servant Courtney, who is like some weird little kid servant with a girl's name that just turns out to be the dopest homie and right-hand man ever like courtney comes through and he like saves the day at one point and it's like totally there as a homie and not just a servant you know what i mean mm -hmm. like danny mcbride like confides in him at times so the character's like dope and they go out and they hang out with these like weird fucking uh they were like the sheep herders but they had they were like weird ass like fucking ogre people yeah and they just got super high and ran around the fucking uh, the field and shit. And I feel like that's what I would have done if I, sure. if I lived in the medieval times. Yeah, I would have been tripping out on everything. Yeah, I would have been, been eating bread. Yeah, I would have been <laughs> tripping. I would have been fucking Eat, smoking. Eating my LSD bread and smoking my powerful herbs. Powerful herbs. Yeah, I'd be out there kicking it with wizards. Because there was wizards. I'd be out there fucking flying dragons. Yeah. Shit. Or at least thinking I was. <laughs> at least it might have just been a bird. <laughs> yeah, it could have been the shrimp. Yeah, could have been, been a bird. Uh, I know that the same year that this movie came out, the first season of Game of Thrones premiered on HBO. So it was like perfect timing with the whole medieval stuff. And maybe that's why it didn't do so good because people saw game of thrones and they were like oh this is so intense and so dark and like blah 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 and then they saw this and they were like what the fuck is this this is nothing compared oh but have you seen game of thrones and it's like yeah but don't compare them because they're not the same at all they're just game of thrones was now in 2011 was it um i don't think so no i don't know look it up yeah i don't i think this was out before game of thrones well, uh, let's see. This came out in two thousand. This came out in two thousand eleven. Yeah. And Game of Thrones started in two thousand eleven. First episode, April seventeenth, two thousand eleven. Huh. So that's crazy. I didn't think Game of Thrones had been out that long. Yeah, it probably took a while to pick up. Cause how many seasons is it at? Like fucking six now. Yeah, I've never even seen a single episode. Well, you should because it's awesome. Yeah. If you do, watch it from the book. That's what I hear. 
if Canadian fucking towing sucked you in, bro, Game of Thrones is going to change your life. See, you know that's what I'm saying. That's like, what I'm saying is that you know I can't get into Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones, because I'm currently sucked into Canadian towing. Yeah, see, you need to fucking, <laughs> you need to, you need to get with the fifty million thousand and. Are we on, are, on the Game of Thrones? Are we gonna do an episode of Fifty Million Thousand already? No, not today. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, I got another clip. Yeah. All right. But yeah, dude, Game of Thrones. I might start it, but I get sucked into shit. Just do then, it when you got time. You know what I'm saying? Like, take the time. I I would recommend it to anybody if you got time to sit and take it serious, mm -hmm. and you're not gonna have distractions. You know what I mean? Then watch it. But that's how if, you're, I, if you're not going to be able to devote your like attention to it, don't try to watch yeah. it because if you can't stay up with the plot, you're going to get lost quick and have to go back up and rewatch the episodes to understand what's going on and shit. You know what I mean? Like it's a fucking, it's an intense, super deep fucking show. Yeah. It's got a lot of like things going on in the story and there's like, it's, it's hard to keep up with, dude. You gotta, you gotta like really be watching it. Well, and, that's how, that's how I watch everything. Like I, uh, you know, I've seen every episode of Lost, so I'm, I know how to like, how you have to like fucking pay like super attention and connect yeah. all these things and shit. And I'm always pausing stuff and telling people to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And, you know, my wife, she's just like on her phone and fucking like getting up and going and doing stuff. She's like, you can just keep it going. It's cool. And then she's like, what's that? Who's this? What's happening? Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, well, you know, maybe pay attention to the show. And yeah. she's like, talking and i'm like shit 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 i'm trying to learn this I'm trying, to, <laughs> trying to learn trying to learn how to tow a semi truck out of an embankment see then you're gonna love it <laughs> secretly you're gonna love it you're gonna you're gonna love it and you've been hating yeah. the whole time but that's how it is sometimes Wait. sometimes you just don't want to believe the hype but it, it really is hold on it I gotta, sure is. I gotta correct you never said anything negative about it just said that i didn't see it okay that's all I just haven't well, I just haven't taken the time because I know that it's like so crazy and so deep that it's yeah. gonna fucking take over my life. If you like that type <laughs> of shit, if you like that like setting and everything and, and like the old school shit like that, you're gonna love it. It, it like all the effects are good. Um all the fucking the content is really good. There's hella titties. Um there's all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Like it's really good. I mean like it could have been it could have been not good. It could have been like a fucking old style HBO show, but it's not, you know what I mean? Like it's some fucking, some real shit and they, they lucked out. Yeah. No, well, I mean like I wasn't, I didn't buy into it at first either. And I started back like after it was already like three or four seasons into it. And I went back and watched from the beginning and I was like, Oh man, I should have been watching this. You know, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Because, like, everybody else knew what was going on already, so I was, like, way behind catching up, and, like, fucking, I'm like, no, when you're that far <laughs> behind, and then there's, like, stuff, new stuff coming out currently, and you get these spoilers and shit, you, like, don't yeah. want to know because it, like, ruins the fucking backstory for you if you haven't seen it yet, so, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll probably start watching it eventually, but I gotta, I also have to start Fuller House, which, how many episodes is in the first season? I don't know, like, a few. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody says that that's dope. So, yeah. And I mean, like, I only saw the first episode, but it was good. Yeah. I heard that the first, it was like very nostalgic for me. Yeah. I heard that the first episode is like, is like kind of cheesy because it's the reunion episode, but yeah. it's a cheesy show. You know, it's full house. 
Yeah, but, it's a uh, cheesy show. Yeah, that's that's but, my point. I mean, everybody says that you know once you get into like later episodes that the like the new storyline is super crazy and it's more adult oriented. It's for the people that used to watch the show, but they still keep it like family. See, I feel like that's important and it has to be. You know, like yeah, you have to add new elements for a newer generation, but you can't just like do pick up a show that was already a show. Yeah. And not not continue. You know what I mean? Like that's how I. That's exactly how I feel about Fresh Prince should come out. Yeah. You know, I think the new Fresh Prince should come out, and nothing should change. They should just be in the different positions now. Like Willie Style is fucking all old and shit now. He should be like more of an Uncle Phil type character. Have his own kids and everything, but still be having Carlton and Ashley and everybody around. You know what yeah. I mean? Still have fucking and and have their little stories or whatnot going on. And and, yeah, and then have, he have, have his nephew Smith. come live with him or maybe a niece even or whatever. Like you never know, you know? Yeah, and then Jada Pinkett Smith could fucking be in it. And then he could even have his fucking son be his be his nephew. Yeah. And just have like the whole acting family in it. Yeah. So yeah, dude, that would be a super dope show. If they brought that back, put that shit on Netflix. I know oh. that Netflix would buy it. Hold up. Hold up. Was that a drum roll? Kinda. Yes, what's coming out? One of our our favorite shows ever. What? Is turned into a movie. What you talking? Oh, the that seventy show. That seventy show. I saw that, but uh, I don't know. The only the only thing that I saw about that was Mila Kunis's post. Okay, well, what more confirmation do you need? That's a lot, but uh, you know, just because they took the picture and she was like, "Hey, we were talking about this, and if we get the a million likes," she didn't say if we get a million likes, we'll do it. She said if we get a million likes, we'll consider it. Well, think about this. I don't think they would have said it without having some plan already. Yeah. You know, why would you do that without already having it set in motion? I don't you know, know but we're like, we're talking about Meg here, so it's like she yeah, Well, yeah, but she just wanted she, likes. She might have just wanted likes. No, bro. She <laughs> and just need she might be trolling likes. us. She's trolling us. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, man. They're powerful people. Yeah. You know, her and her husband are powerful people in the industry now they've changed they've grown a lot and like accrued a lot over the years and if anybody can do it they sure the fuck can do it you know yeah and i mean like we want it everybody wants it i think that could be a huge huge movie that 70s movie you know what i mean <laughs> how crazy i would go watch it i would line up i'd wait in line to watch it just like star wars you know what i mean like that's yeah. gonna be the shit that it'll have so star wars dope. in it for sure yeah well. you know what i mean like it'll be like I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be great though. I don't know. I hope it. I hope that it really comes out because that's like a fucking. That's like a dream come true right there. How sad were you when that show ended? Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> sad. Know, every time, every time you watch it again, you know what I mean. Yep. It's like you're so sad when it ends. You're like, fuck. Yeah, I remember like watching depressing. it. I remember watching it like as it came out every week, and Eric was gone in Africa and mm-hmm. fucking. I remember like shit got super sad at the end. Like those yeah. kind of shows where it's, you know, everyone's all together and it's like this like, you know, friendship and family and all that. And they end it, it's always like fucking just like rips your heart out and you're like, "Man, I just feel like my whole family died." But you're really just sitting in front of your TV with a bong and everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> but 
it's those it's those kind of like shows that get you sucked into it you're almost like a part like you're in the basement you know what i mean yeah. like you're a part of the crew you're not watching it you're with it yeah. and that's so. that's the power of television and entertainment that makes people kill so you got to be careful with that but um you want to you want to bust out a smoke sesh uh yeah let's you, get uh we'll do it during this next clip you got a clip going on all right cool yeah. lay it on us let me uh let me... everybody mm. out there uh feel free to join us dude Go. if you could smell this bro i can't smell it so stop rubbing it in it's fucking god's vagina homie mail it to me uh send it via drone oh. you got a drone you could just send over no but we need to get sponsored by a drone company and have them send us free drones. Yeah, I just want one to make music videos. Let yeah. me get one for that. That's a good idea. I'm going to hit them up. Um, so everybody out there, go ahead and flick your pics, snap your pics, hashtag them NHP Smoke Sesh, and we can all smoke together. If you go to our website, naturalhabitatpodcast.com, you will see a little section at the top, NHP Smoke Sesh, or you could just go to naturalhabitatpodcast.com slash NHP Smoke Sesh, and uh, you'll see a little photo gallery of all of us smoking together. So if you'd like to be added to that, hashtag your shit or just send it to us, bitch. Oh, is that the sign? Is that the signal? Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. What exactly is your problem? You cannot even enjoy yourself for one moment. My quest affords me no such luxury. Not even on a tender night like this, moon's glimmering. On a night just like this, I return home from a hunt. To find the blood bath. Nothing remained of my six beloved brothers. I wear this bracelet, forged of the steel of their shields, as a constant reminder of my vow to avenge them. My only advice would just be to keep your head up, hang in there, live every day to the fullest, have sex as much as you can by campfire when you're all alone and your brother is out gathering wood. Just. He was kind of a Mac. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. He was in our good. They say on here that it says that um, they may make a part two. Yeah, it's like if uh, if James Franco is so upset with how the movie came out, then why are they going to make well, a part two? Here they say a possible sequel has not been ruled out. Danny McBride may return as Thaddeus. Natalie Portman may return as Isabel. But James Franco is not likely to return as Fabius. Because he disliked the film, I think that's a reach. I see no reason why he wouldn't do it. He's, of course, he would do it. Yeah, he's friends with them. He's not going to leave them hanging, right? If if they decided to do a number two, that would be the biggest dick move, you know. And he's not that guy, I don't think. Yeah, especially if there's a fan demand for it, like if people, you know, actively want it. Because now, yeah. hey, dude, that's what we could do. Let's start a let's start a fucking um, a petition. Yeah, a petition to get fucking uh, Your Highness 2 made with the original cast plus fucking Seth Rogen. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then we can like spread it out and fucking throw the Natural Habitat logo on that bitch mm -hmm. and see what happens. If you guys think that's a good idea, let us know. Should we petition for Your Highness 2? I think a number two would be awesome. Yeah, I'd sign that shit. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. And, uh... You know, fucking, I think that if he saw the demand for it, that it would change his mind. You know what I mean? And plus, just because someone said he's not likely because he didn't like the movie, you know, like I said, he might have just been, you know, 
un, like under pressure or it was just some sort of like off the cuff comment. You know, that wasn't like that was just him being asked by, you know, somebody on like a red carpet somewhere. Probably yeah. it wasn't like an in-depth interview where he talked about how much he hated doing the movie. So, you know, there's there's really no telling what he would do. Yeah. So I'm going to say we get that petition going. We make it happen. We get a cameo. We get our music put into the film. Yeah, I'll make a fucking Renaissance song. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be rapping about tweeds and oxen and carriages and fucking huts and yeah. And then <laughs> and then we we could do a scene where uh where we'll be like they'll go into our into our hut or whatever and we'll have our podcast studio set up and we'll interview them on the podcast. From the future. From the future in our time machine and it'll all be a big mess. And yeah, well, our time machine will be hidden inside the law. Yeah. Uh, it's not our responsibility to make it make sense. It's the writers. So they'll they'll work it in there somehow. We could land a time machine anywhere. It's a time machine. It goes through time. Mm-hmm. That's right. Space isn't an issue. So, yeah, I guess you're right, huh? Yeah. Cool. So we could just go to the time that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. We cool. could we could land that motherfucker in the in the Queen's Castle and shit if we wanted to, you know. We could land, we could we could be in the middle of the ocean. It doesn't matter where we're at. We could fucking man. We could go deeper than Jacques Cousteau. We need to start using this thing for more things than TV shows. <laughs> I know we could do yeah. so much cool stuff, and we're just fucking. We're like, look at this TV show from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Yep. Classic natural habitat podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and watch this movie again. Me too. And start this petition. Yep. So everybody out there, uh, thanks for joining us. We love you, and we'll see you next week. The Natural Habitat Podcast.